Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday, it's a wild card. Could be some college football, could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Welcome back to the Ringer Gambling Show. It's your boy, Raheem Palmer, yours truly, a.k.a. the Rostradamus. We are coming off a rough week two, but we're back again for week three. Hopefully we can pick this thing on up. You know, we went five and one week one. Last week was a little bit rough. Two and three on our top five picks. And then our totals and our teaser legs didn't do too well. But it's week three. We move on. Let's get to it. Number one. For our number one pick, we're going to go with the Atlanta Falcons pick them at the Seattle Seahawks. This is a really good spot for the Atlanta Falcons, who are coming off a loss to the Los Angeles Rams. You know, this Falcons team has been really, really feisty this year. And the thing I like about this spot for the Atlanta Falcons is that they're on this West Coast road trip. You know, they played in Los Angeles last week. And instead of flying back to Atlanta, you know, staying with their family, staying at home, they turned this thing into like a mini mini camp, you know? So they're actually staying on the West Coast. They they practice at the University of Washington and they did nothing but focus on playing the Seattle Seahawks. Now you look at this Falcons team, they played the Saints and they played the Rams defenses. I mean, these are two of the best defenses in the league and they still scored 26 and 17 points. And when you look at this Falcons offense, Marcus Mariota, I mean, he's really doing his thing. Obviously, Arthur Smith, he was one of the best offensive coordinators in the league with the Titans. He kind of revived Ryan Tannehill's career, and then he moved on to the Falcons. When you look at this Falcons offense, they're third in early down success rate. They're sixth in early down EPA per play, which is huge. And they're going against one of the worst defenses in the league in the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, this team is 25th in defensive DVOA. And then when you look at the Seahawks offensively, they're a completely mess. They're 21st in offensive efficiency. They didn't score offensive touchdown all last week against San Francisco. Their only points came from a blocked field goal. I mean, when you look at this team offensively, they're 26th in EPA per play, 19th in success rate. We're going to fade the Seattle Seahawks, take the Atlanta Falcons, pick them. That's going to be my first pick for these contest picks. Number two. For our second pick, we're going to go with the Baltimore Ravens minus two and a half in their week three matchup against the New England Patriots. I know that there's a lot of sharp money on the New England Patriots here in this spot, but I'm really, really, really not buying it. I mean, when you look at the New England Patriots, to me, 
They played a Pittsburgh Steelers team last week without T.J. Watt, and they really only scored 17 points. And when you look at that Thursday night football game, the Cleveland Browns with Jacoby Brissett, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Amari Cooper, they got whatever they wanted offensively. And I think that says a lot about where the New England Patriots offense is. They really don't have an offensive coordinator right now. And obviously, the Baltimore Ravens, they're coming coming off that really disappointing loss last week where they blew such a huge lead. And obviously, they have struggles at cornerback. But I don't believe Matt Jones and this Patriots offense can capitalize on it. And when you look at the Baltimore Ravens, it does feel a little bit like a one-man show with Lamar Jackson. But, I mean, right now, he's playing out of this world. He's playing out of his mind. I think he's first in football outsiders DVOA. I think the Baltimore Ravens bounced back in this spot. So I'm going to lay the two and a half points as one of my contest picks. I'm fading a lot of sharp money out there, but I think Lamar Jackson's going to get it done here. Number three. For my third pick, I'm going to Cincinnati. Look, I don't know if you saw it, but Joe Burrow, he deleted all his social media. And I think that's going to be that's going to be big for them this week. I mean, look, this is a great buy low spot on the Cincinnati Bengals. For those of you who listened to the Ringer Gambling Show earlier this week, I think I gave this out at minus four and a half in the contest right now. It's minus six, but I still like the Bengals. I think one of the things that you're seeing is that they're going to be playing a New York Jets team who come off a huge win in a game which they probably shouldn't have won. I mean, look, they were in it. But then, I mean, at some point, they went down 13 points and they scored two touchdowns in the last minute and a half. And I think that's just not sustainable. I mean, when you look at this Bengals team, they played two of the best defenses in the league and two of the best defensive players in football and TJ Watt and Micah Parsons. And when you look at Micah Parsons, he might be the reincarnation of Lawrence Teller at this point. He's leading the league in sacks. He has four already. And There's nobody like that on this New York Jets team. So you look at this Bengals offense right now, they're last in offensive DVOA. There's no way in the world that that's sustainable. And I mean, look, look at the teams that they played. The Steelers, eighth in defensive DVOA, ninth in pass defense DVOA, fifth in EPA per play. You look at the Cowboys, sixth in defensive DVOA, fifth in pass defense DVOA, and fifth in ESPN's pass rush win rate. You look at the Jets. They're dead last in defensive DVOA, dead last in pass defense efficiency, 30th in ESPN's pass rush win rate, and 31st in EPA per play. I'm backing Joe Burrow to bounce back. He should be able to get the ball to Jamar Chase. I know this offensive line has been a mess, but I think the Cincinnati Bengals, they go out there and take the Jets into the deep waters and drown them. Number four. For our fourth pick, we're going to go with the Denver Broncos plus one and a half. Look, this line really doesn't make any sense to me. Look, the Broncos should be favored in this spot against the 49ers. Look, I know Nathaniel Hackett appears to be in over his head, but I just think this line has gone way too far. The Broncos have one of the best home field advantages in sports. I mean, with all the altitude, especially early in the season, I like to take the Broncos in these early season spots because I think a lot of teams struggle with the altitude. And beyond that, when you look at these two teams, the Broncos, look, they've been driving the ball every single week. They have no problem getting the ball into the red zone. They're just struggling with red zone 
scoring percentage. I think they're always six in the red zone. And I think they're due for some regression. I think, obviously, you have a brand new head coach. Russell Wilson comes over from Seattle. I think it, it, it just takes time for these things to gel. But I just think this is a really good spot for them. And I think they're being undervalued here. So I think this is the best time to buy low on the Denver Broncos. I know a lot of the public is, you know, hyping the return of Jimmy G. But I just think this is a spot for the Denver Broncos. So I'm going to take the Denver Broncos plus one and a half as one of my contest picks. I think they get it done here. Number five. For our fifth and final pick, we're going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus one. What I always tell you about Tom Brady, I always say it. Tom Brady is like Alonzo from training day. You give him 18 months, he'll give you a career. It doesn't matter who's out there. I know Mike Evans is suspended for this game, but... I think one of the things that you're seeing is that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are leaning on the run game quite often. I mean, you still got Leonard Fournette, and they're facing uh, Green Bay Packers defense, which is just 26 in rushing EPA per play. And, you know, they come off a game against the Bears and which Justin Fields only threw 11 passes, but they ran all over him. I think they ran for 180 yards on 6.7 yards per attempt. So, I mean, this Bucs team is not going to, Passed 11 times. It's Tom Brady. He still has some decent weapons. They're saying that Donovan Smith actually practiced. So the offensive line is going to be a little bit stronger. And this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is one of the best in the league. And they've given Aaron Rodgers problems in this recent era. So I just think it's a good spot for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, for some reason, we have these inexplicable stats in sports where you have these teams who just go out there and just can't perform in situations. You know, you look at Kirk Cousins in primetime. You look at the Colts in Jacksonville. If you want to go to baseball, you look at the Braves in day games this year. For whatever reason, in these spots, they tend to perform poorly. And here's another one. Aaron Rodgers in the Sunshine State. Three and five record, 154 for 273, just 1,007. 188 yards, 11 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. He really struggles when it comes to playing in Florida. And when you look at the New Orleans Saints last year, they had some hurricane troubles in New Orleans. So what did they choose to do? They chose to play in Florida. And they took this Green Bay Packers team into the deep waters and drowned them. And I expect that to happen here as well. I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have had this team's number. Aaron Rodgers really struggles in Florida. So we're going to back the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this spot. I just think they have some matchup advantages in terms of being able to run the ball and this being one of the best defenses in the league. And, you know, this team really reminds me of the Broncos and during Peyton Manning's last year. I mean, during his last year, the defense really carried it. And I think you're going to see that with the Buccaneers. And I think Tom Brady can make just enough throws to get them to win. So Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus one. I think you're getting some value with this line opening at three. So you got to take it. For our recap, we have the Atlanta Falcons pick them. We have the Baltimore Ravens minus two and a half. We have the Cincinnati Bengals minus six. We have the Denver Broncos plus one and a half. And we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus one for our top five NFL contest plays. That's how it's going down. And you know what it is. Now, we have some teaser legs that we really, really like for you for week three. Our first teaser leg of the week, you have to tease the Atlanta Falcons up from plus one 
to plus seven. Crossing off those key numbers of three and seven, we broke down why we like the Falcons earlier. But you can bring that with the Minnesota Vikings. I think this is a great buy low spot for the Minnesota Vikings. We spoke earlier about Kirk Cousins in primetime. But, I mean, he's no longer in primetime. And, you know, this team has one of the best home field advantages in football. And they're facing a Lions team, which is really overvalued. So I think the Minnesota Vikings, you tease them down from minus six to about a pick And I think you're in a good position. I think the Minnesota Vikings pick up a win. For another teaser leg that I really, really like, you know, this, this game has really, I mean, the market has really shifted on this game. The Denver Broncos have gone from, the favorite to an underdog. And I think that puts them in, in a teaser category right now. When you look at the Denver Broncos, they are at plus one and a half. So you can tease them from plus one and a half up to seven and a half. You're crossing off those key numbers of three and seven. And you're looking at a low total of 44. And a lot of people are criticizing Nathaniel Hackett. But one thing I will say is that, you know, He's a brand new head coach, so you kind of got to give him the benefit of the time. And they're facing a San Francisco 49ers team. I know they got Jimmy G back, so the public is high on them. But one thing you can say about Russell Wilson is that he's dominated this 49ers team throughout the course of his career. Obviously, he played with the Seattle Seahawks in the NFC West. He's 17-4 and straight up against the 49ers, 15-5-1 and against the spread against the 49ers. So I think the Broncos should be able to keep that within the number. I think the Broncos are a very good teaser leg this week, especially with that low total. When it comes to these teaser legs, you really want to look for totals that are below 49 because it makes your teaser leg points much more valuable. Okay, for our final teaser leg, we're going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. You can tease that up from plus one up to plus seven. We look at this Dallas Cowboys team. Obviously, we mentioned earlier, Micah Parsons is, is one of the best defensive players in the league. And I think this Cowboys team, look, they're not in a bad position. I'm not sure that Cooper Rush is that much of a downgrade from Dak Prescott. So, you know, you're looking at a total of 39 in Monday night's game between the Giants and the Cowboys. So once again, you know, those points teasing through the key numbers of three and seven are much more valuable with a low total. And the way this defense is playing, I think they can put some pressure on Daniel Jones, maybe cause a turnover or two and keep this within the numbers. So you have four teaser legs to mix up. Within your two-team teasers this week, you got the Atlanta Falcons teasing up from plus one to plus seven. You got the Minnesota Vikings teasing down from six to a pick em. You have the Denver Broncos teasing up from plus one and a half to plus seven and a half. And you got the Dallas Cowboys teasing up from plus one to plus seven. I think those are the best teaser legs on the board this week. If you want to look at those, you can mix and match. I recommend doing 2.6 point teasers. So pick your best two, tease them up, and hopefully you can get to the window. Okay, for our last segment, we have a couple totals that we really, really like. One of the totals that I really, really love for this week is the Buffalo Bills over 53 and a half in their matchup against the Miami Dolphins. Look, the Buffalo Bills, I mean... What can we say about Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs? They're one of the best offenses in the league. And then when you look at the other side of the ball, the Miami Dolphins. I mean, Tua, right now, he comes off a huge week. Look, I mean, he has Jalen Waddle. He has Tyreek Hill. And 
one of the things you're going to see this week is that the Buffalo Bills are banged up defensively. They're going to be without safety, Micah Hyde. They're going to be without defensive tackle, Jordan Phillips. They're going to be without cornerback, Dane Jackson. And still, they're missing Tredavious White. So I think they're going to have a really, really difficult time covering these fast wide receivers for the Miami Dolphins. And we know the Bills can score. So you can go over 53 points in that game. Also think you can you could take a team total over on the Miami Dolphins. I really like both of those. I think you're going to get a high scoring game. And I think there's value there. That concludes the Ringer Gambler Show. We gave you our top five sides. We gave you teaser legs. We gave you totals. We're going to be back on the Ringer Gambling Show tomorrow. We're going to be breaking down week three, as well as Monday Night Football. We're going to be on the feed, so make sure you check us out on Monday. I'm Raheem Palmer. I am Rostradamus. Check us out on the Ringer Gambling feed. Myself and JJ tomorrow. East Coast Bias on Tuesday. Austin and Warren Sharp on Wednesday. You guys know the schedule. Check us out, the Ringer Gambling feed, and y'all know how it's going down.